It is time for In Off the Bench, a weekly look at all things football, high school, college, and the NFL. I'm David Lovejoy. And I'm Caleb Collins. And we're In Off the Bench for this week. Lots of great high school action across the High Plains. Some upsets last week that we didn't see coming all through sports, especially on the pro level and in high school football. Uh, some of the big games we watched last week was Admiral High secured their playoff berth with beating Lubbock Westerners 65-20. to Boy, did they beat them. Wow. Mm, what a game. And uh, Bushland looked really good against River Road. Mm-hmm. 52-0, a shutout. Uh, Caprock uh, doesn't look like they're going to be the same squad they were last year. They lost to Monterey 62-27. to uh, Tascosa. Uh, inch closer to securing uh, its playoff berth. They beat Odessa 31-15. to uh, What are some other games that we looked at, Tex? You know, one that really surprised me, uh, Clarendon and Groover. Mm. Clarendon beat Groover 28-14. to mm. That does, basically, is this team that we saw go to the state championship last year. Now they're third in their division. Wow. Now they're going to get a shot at Stratford mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is the last weekend of regular season yeah. football. Mm-hmm. So it's really, uh, really exciting time for a lot of teams. Um, both those teams, Clarendon and Groover, they're in the playoffs. They're set because we know how money-hungry the UIL is. Yeah. They wanted another round of playoffs, mm-hmm. so they made another round of playoffs. And uh, so now four teams from each division or each district, I guess, uh, we'll go on to the playoffs. Groover is in there. They're still right. going to get their shot, but maybe not looking quite as good as they did last season. Mm-hmm. Herford beat Canyon 28-22. to I didn't see that coming at all. Canyon started off gangbusters, wow. dominating that district. Now back-to-back losses as we wrap up the season last week against Dumas. Now Herford uh, took them out, so that's surprising to yeah, me. Yeah, they're last in their division now mm-hmm. again. Four-team division, everybody goes to the playoffs. Maybe they're trying something. Uh, maybe they're dealing with injuries, hard to say. Uh, yeah, their but, starting quarterback has been banged up the last couple of weeks. So yeah. They've been doing it by committee. That's that's really tough. But, again, you know, disappointing. But yeah. it's not going to matter this time next week because you're still in the playoffs. Congratulations, the playoffs. Canyon. You made it. Yeah. And one of the bigger surprises I saw this week was West Texas. Wow. The Comanches took on yeah. Panhandle. Which is always a tough team, mm-hmm. but man, West Texas handled them seventy-seven to fifty-two, and that set up uh, West Texas won their district with that. I definitely would have said Panhandle was the team to beat in that district. Mm-hmm. Man, Stanette has been tough this year. They, they are looking tough. great. They have been tough, and uh, of course, Canadian put a beat down on Dimmit sixty-six to eighteen. Tough, tough, tough to beat Canadian right it now. Is, and yeah. It's always tough to beat Canadian. You just undefeated again yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. It's just you pity whoever goes up against Canadian that particular week. Uh, well, November's a great month for them because they, mm-hmm. they don't lose in the month of November, it, do they? Yeah, they they are great. And they're, they're going to go right on to the playoffs again and have another uh, number one seed right where they want to be. They're on top of the world and... Uh, we'll see how far they make it again this year. You know, Canadian, if they don't make it to the state championship, it's right. a disappointment. Yeah, it is. Something's not right. Well, some big games coming up this week on Thursday night. Uh, Caprock travels down to the Hub City to take on Lubbock Coronado. And that's their last chance, too. Last shot. If they win that, they're going to be in a three-way mm-hmm. tie, basically. Wacky situation. Um, but if they want to get to the playoffs... <laughs> 
It's got to start right here this weekend. You've had a rough season, but you've yeah. still got one more shot. And we'll have to ask old Lance Lonard, what is that tiebreaker? Is it, you know, yardage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a coin flip? How do they break that tie in that district if you got three, uh, two or three teams tied up there? Uh, Tascosa gets ready for the playoffs. They secured mm-hmm. their victory yep. or their berth last week. They're, they're going down uh, on Thursday night. Friendship will travel up and take on the big dick and uh, – Take on the Rebels as they get both ready for the playoffs. Other big games that we're looking at, uh, Bushland, like you said, secured their yep, spot. They're, they're taking on Mule Shoe Mules. Canadian takes on Spearman. Uh, Canyon takes on Pampa. Uh, in other action locally here, uh, probably the biggest game is going to be that Hereford versus Dumas ball game. Yeah, that's going to be a tough game. Dumas, uh, I believe they've already secured their title mm-hmm. in that district. And again, it's just uh, it's just playing for fun, kind of yeah. like the, the the old days, I guess. You know, <laughs> and, you know that, that gets overused. But uh, back whenever it was just fun and just for bragging rights, and that's kind of kind of the situation they're getting into this week. Uh, of course, Vega and Clarendon. That's yeah, going to be a that's going to be a those two teams game. are both really good. Uh, again, they're both into it. Yeah, that's kind of the letdown about this whole right, this four week. teams mm-hmm. from each division get into the playoffs. It's it's kind of like everybody goes. A yeah. lot of these games don't matter, but some of them do. Uh, Groover and Stratford. Yeah, that game's going to be, be like we game. mentioned earlier for the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper Abilene Cooper, yeah. of course, coming to Amarillo High. Uh, that one's in Dick Bivens. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's for the division championship. Amarillo High, we were really worried about them after Started those the first year. couple games, yeah. but they yeah. have started off and they've taken off. They're undefeated in yep. their district. They're mm-hmm. playing great, playing for division championship Friday night. And this one, uh, a battle to, to not win a championship, but just to get into the playoffs. Yep. Perryton and Borger, wow. winner of that game, advances to the playoffs Loser stays home. Yeah, you haven't had a great season. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's not like it used to be where it was, uh, you know, the number one versus the number two, and number one goes to the playoffs and number two stays home. Right. But, mm-hmm. hey, it's a battle for fourth, but, hey, you get to play another week if you win it this <laughs> week. So you take whatever you can get. And once you're in the playoffs, who knows who what knows could what happen. Happens. It's a whole new season. Well, you brought that up earlier when we were talking about this. If you're in that four-team district – you could plausibly lose every game mm-hmm. and save your players and then come out ready for the playoffs. And the difference for Perryton and Borger is the same thing except for this week. Yeah, They just start their season one week earlier because the rest of the season hasn't mattered. You've had a terrible season, mm-hmm. but if you win this game, you could win the state championship for there. all anybody knows. You could get all the marbles, and that's surprising. I'll go out and see some high school football the last week. Some of these young men, this will be the last time they get to take Mm -hmm. the field. So go out and see those kids play and enjoy some high school football. Uh, As we move on to the college ranks, SMU finally gave up the ghost. They lost to Memphis 54-48. to Uh, In other games, uh, who cares? Oregon beat USC. Knew that was coming. (laughs) Uh, Cincinnati squeaked by East Carolina. Uh, Auburn beat Mississippi. Uh, Georgia uh, took out Florida 24-17. That was a close game, wasn't it? It was. It was. Notre Dame won it on a last-second play. 
Virginia Tech had that ball game the whole game mm-hmm. and gave up on a last minute drive and let uh, Notre Dame score and walk away. That just goes to show what we're always saying. Yeah. Notre Dame is overrated. Virginia mm-hmm. Tech wasn't even ranked. Wasn't even ranked. And, and they, they barely beat them. Barely, barely beat them. Last second. Yeah. Uh, Baylor stayed undefeated. Uh, and that beat was West a close Virginia. one, too. That was a close ball game. Uh, but will it help OU and, and help them get a bounce? into the playoffs if Oklahoma beats Baylor or beats them in the conference championship, uh, will that be enough? Because they're at number 11, and they haven't got a whole lot of respect this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be tough to see if mm-hmm. it benefits OU. Uh, big games coming up this week. Uh, Baylor and TCU square yeah, off. That'll be a good test for be. Baylor. Mm-hmm. SMU and East Carolina. Yep. Kansas State takes on Texas. Also in other games, Notre Dame and Duke square off. Uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma as they come back off of bye week. And the game of the week. It will be LSU traveling to Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. One versus two. And, uh, of course, we're taping this on uh, earlier in the week. It's Tuesday, so Mm -hmm. the big playoff poll comes out tonight. We haven't seen it yet. No. Uh, really, it doesn't even matter because it's going to change on down the road anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, of course, if you're listening to the Sunday edition of this podcast, you've already found out the winner, and I envy you because I think that's going to be a heck of a game. <laughs> do you think, David, that regardless of who wins this game, do you think they're both in? Even if, I mean, it, I think if LSU wins, Alabama's still in because yeah, it's Alabama. Yeah, and LSU might be the same way. It, it's yeah. a funny picture dealing with the SEC. Matter of fact, there were rumors going around last year that Alabama should sit two of this game. And if they lost to LSU, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. They could mm. be that one loss team yep. that makes it into the playoffs. Uh, Georgia made a strong case with beating down Florida that they might have a a say in that. Could be, maybe. Uh, Oklahoma made it easy by losing to Kansas yep. State two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State continues to roll, and, and and they won't play another decent opponent until they play the sometime good Michigan. Yeah. So, and Clemson, they just play in the poor ACC. Yeah. So if it stays the way it is now, it's going to be LSU. It's going to be Clemson. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh, 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 Ohio State, and number four is going to be Alabama. Yeah, I think you're right. If LSU comes out and wins it, if they don't win it, yeah, I think they're still probably in. Uh, maybe, like you said, maybe Georgia might work their mm-hmm. way in there, and you mm-hmm. might get something out of that. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, OU made it easy with that, and and that's just that's the unfortunate fact of the matter. You know, this – this survey came out. ESPN surveyed the uh, Power Five coaches, all 60-whatever mm-hmm. of them there is. Came out about even, about half of them said it needs to, the playoff, the college yeah. football playoff, needs to be expanded at least to eight teams. Yeah. About half of them said, no, it needs to stay the same way it is. No surprise, a lot of those were in the SEC because right. they're going to get two teams in there just because. Either way. Yep. And uh, interesting, too, <laughs> Alabama, uh, Nick Saban mm-hmm. declined to comment. Of course. Of course he did. Uh, LSU, Ed Orgarin declined to comment. Wow. And UCLA, Chip Kelly declined to comment 
but otherwise about about even sort of uh, coaches you'd you'd expect would want to expand. Yeah. Um, Jimbo Fisher was in there. Yeah, from Texas A&M. Yeah. Ryan Day of Ohio State was in there. That kind of surprised me. Uh, Scott, Scott Frost with Nebraska. Yeah, uh, that Gus makes Malzahn sense. on with Auburn. That one, that one, yeah, I can, yeah. I could see that. Kind of uh, uh, Matt Rule from Baylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, a lot of Big 12 coaches. As a matter of fact, yeah, I think all, the but, majority. all yeah, but one, one. maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, yeah, it's yeah, time to expand. To Gary it. Patterson mm-hmm. was in there, too. Said, to, matter of fact, the one that said don't expand, maybe a little surprising to me, Tom Herman. At Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah that said, surprised me. Said yeah. he doesn't want to expand. Wow, that was surprising. Um, yeah, I don't know, because... You're getting left out this year because it's not expanded. It'd benefit you. It'd yeah. benefit you in the long run, and wouldn't it? May, you know, next year, maybe you're in OU's shoes or five years mm-hmm. down the road, maybe you're in OU's shoes because, like we just said, I don't think OU's in unless it got expanded. If it's, yeah. if it's expanded and you're in a Power 5 school, I think everybody's in agreement that's an automatic qualifier. That's automatic birth, if you yeah. If you win a Power 5 championship, mm-hmm. there's five teams – Fill the rest with you get one group of five and two at large. Maybe you throw in an LSU or a Georgia or something like that. And here's what people have always rattled about. If you don't win your conference championship, then you can't be in the playoffs. You shouldn't be, which has not been held true. Yes. Uh, Alabama didn't win their conference uh-huh. championship two years ago, and they won the national championship. Yep. Uh, it, it just it just depends on the team and how they're built and what they're doing. Uh, another coach that surprised me who said he didn't want a championship besides Tom Herman at Texas, it was also uh, David Cutcliffe at Duke. Uh, mm, you had yeah. Matt Luke at uh, Ole Miss. Uh, that, that struck me as odd that this is the only way your team is probably going to get in. Yeah. Kevin Summerlin at Arizona. Kirby Smart at Georgia. If they don't expand the playoffs, yeah, he's not in. Georgia doesn't get in. Yeah, your team is out. That surprised me. That really surprised me that they didn't want that playoffs where where it's it's hurt them in before. That's why the mm-hmm. Big Twelve went to a championship game because they felt like that extra week of them not playing hurt their chances in the yeah. playoffs. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. Do you think they're going to change that in the next couple of years? Uh, maybe not in the next couple of years. It it amazes me how slow these games are to adapt. We see it in baseball a lot too, um, but college football really is very similar. Mm-hmm. It takes so so long for these uh, for college football to adapt. I mean, think how long did we go? It was it was past 2010 before we finally even got a, yeah. a true yeah. national championship the, playoff. The BCS dissolved and, and kind of went to this thing. This is, I mean, even in Division One FCS, yeah, they play. One. There's a big what 32, mm-hmm. 64 team, whatever yeah. it is playoff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you do it in Division One basketball. Every other sport does it. Does a big playoff, mm-hmm. and I there's I've not heard. A good reason for not doing 
bigger Why? playoffs in in FBS football. You know, people sense. say, well, monetary reasons. Well, the bowl games are still going to happen. The yes. only difference is it might not be the last game that a uh, team yeah. plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's still going to happen. There's still going to be a ton of hype for it because it's football after football season is over with. Nobody's going to complain. Nobody's going to complain about that. You're still going to sell a ton of tickets. You're still going to have great ratings on TV, yeah. at least as good as bowl ratings are now. Right now, yeah. Yeah, and they have declined over the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, because there's, you there's know, way too many Way of them. too many bowl games. But everybody wants a, a piece of the pie, and so that's going to happen. It's I don't think it's going to change anything no. with how anybody gets paid if you if you expand the playoffs. I I say take it to 32 teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see a reason why, why not, not to. to. You got time. I, one idea I would say is let's drop some of these, you know, the pooling weed eater bowl and those. Mm-hmm. Drop those. Push the bowl schedule down and let the top ten teams go into a playoffs uh, the week yeah. before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have games on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and then the championship in mid-January. I think well, that'd work. And you see bowl games even in Division Two. Uh, you know, if your team doesn't make the playoffs because mm-hmm. they weren't high enough in your region but still finished off really strong, yep. you go to a bowl game. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I don't think it's going to change any time in the next several years. Certainly, I think 10 or 20 years down the road, You'll we'll see, see it expanded, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to expand from there. It wouldn't surprise me if it is the eventually money. 32 teams. The money. Yeah, because everybody wants a piece of the pie. Yeah, everybody wants to count dollars. I, I just hate when a 6-6 six and six team makes a bowl game. I, yeah. It just drives me crazy. It's like you don't deserve to be here. No, they don't. So let's push those down. Or now five and seven teams even make it. And, and now it's how well you travel. Notre right. Dame is always going to get a bigger bowl than, let's say, Boise or mm-hmm. one of because Notre Dame travels so well. Their yep. fans will go anywhere in the country to see them play. And it's it's not right. It's not fair. It shouldn't be a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. I can't remember. I think it was Gary Patterson was was talking about uh, how can you trust these guys? It's twelve people in a room. Yeah, and they all have their own interest in mind. You have athletic directors on that board that making those no decisions. Sense. That makes no sense. Yeah, you can't completely expect yeah. them to be one hundred percent unbiased. Right. Right. Yeah. I just I don't see it. Kind of to me, anytime I'm a fan of a sport. I want to take away things that, I'm, that make it look bad. Right. And this makes the sport look Overall. like a mockery to Overall, me. Overall, it does. It, it just, really does. It's kind of, and I know I mention, this, uh, I mention this every week. I'm sure our listeners get tired of hearing NASCAR references. I'm sorry, but NASCAR has screwed up so much yeah, in the past. It's yeah, easy to tie yeah, it to it. Yeah. It's, it's like this whole uh, playoffs thing that NASCAR does. Yes. It's just, it makes the end of the season confusing. And it, it takes the emphasis off. If you go into a race and you really have not a true chance of advancing or winning or that win helping you, are you going to run as hard? Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It just it takes away part of your reason to race. It takes away this whole thing. I feel like it just makes it confusing mm-hmm. because it's really, yeah, we expanded it to four teams, but we still have the same problem. We get to the end of the year and we say, well, so-and-so won the national championship. 
But there was also this team in fifth, mm-hmm. yeah, that maybe could have put up a fight, could have, and uh, you if they know, had a reason to. And OU, if OU gets left out, you know, OU fans across the country we'll are going to be crying and we'll screaming scream. and hollering because they got left out, and they're going to be saying, "Well, sure, Clemson or Alabama or whoever it was won the national championship." But, hey, we didn't even get a shot to compete. We didn't even come to the table. Say LSU wins over Alabama, Alabama goes on just like last year. If if Alabama had won the national championship, but they didn't win the the, uh, SEC, what would Georgia have said? Well, who's the real champion? Because we beat them. We beat them. We beat them handedly. It just just seems confusing to me, and it's unnecessary. It's too many changing parts. Yeah. And and, and let's be honest, that's why the NFL is looking at dropping a preseason game Uh and adding either a regular season or a playoff game because that generates more money, more ad space. And you're telling me a 10-team or 32-team playoff wouldn't add more money I into sure the system. I sure think it would. Yeah, I, I, I believe it will. And mm-hmm. because I'd rather see two teams who were fighting for something than two guys who were just happy they got a bowl game at yeah. five and seven. Who are you going to watch? Toledo mm-hmm. and San Jose yeah. State, Ooh. or or two teams that won ten games and exactly. are fighting for something? Want something? Yeah, want it, something. you know, you saw last year what Georgia and Texas mm-hmm. played. And Texas just destroyed Georgia, but you also say, well, Texas had something to play for. Georgia didn't have something to play for. What if both of those teams had something to play for? It's a whole different game. A couple of years ago, Auburn took on UCF. And Mm -hmm. since they were out of the national championship picture, they they kicked them blind. Yeah, they didn't care. And, and I think Auburn in their bowl game was like, well, we're just just happy to be here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't care about it. We don't care about winning. Mm -hmm. So. I think dangling that carrot keeps the game interesting. I think you're right. Keeps the sport going. And the sooner they make that change, the, the better. better for the whole sport. It, and it's not a big deal. People will get over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that they won't see a Big 12 team in the Cotton Bowl. At the Rose Bowl, just not necessarily a Big 10, Pac-12 thing. That anybody can get into that yep. system. I think it'll open up the door and bring in more money for the sport. I think you're right. Now let's take a quick look at the NFL. Some doozies this week in the NFL. (laughs) 49ers and Cardinals. Uh, 49ers continue their winning ways. Uh, The Texans got by the Jaguars in England. The Eagles beat up on the Bears. Uh, The Chiefs had a a close one with the Vikings. Steelers beat the Colts. We don't know which Colt team that is. Yeah, what on earth is going on with them? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett is a great guy, but you know, have you ever looked at somebody and says, you're a backup? Yeah, and I think that's what he is. He's Case a career Keenum. backup. Case Keenum. Perfect example. Yeah. Uh, Brock yeah. Osweiler. Okay, come off the bench and be a superstar, but leading the team out of the gate, they always fall. Every single every week, time. back to you know, consistently, you're in that pocket getting pounded mm-hmm. every single week. Yep. it's a whole different whole football different game. world. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins, he got a billion dollar payout to Minnesota for being an average quarterback. Yep. So it sometimes will reward uh, uh, mediocre players. The Dolphins finally turned it around. They got their first win against the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Did you pick that one in our uh, before I we were I going did. in that game? I think yeah. I told you, yeah, I think I we picked We knew that we had to, had to see the Dolphins win sooner or later, the, right? And the Jets, are the, their only win was a fluke, probably. Against the Cowboys, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I guarantee you, uh, that game, wherever it was shown in markets, were pro- was probably the lowest rated game of the season. <laughs> but David, Fitz Magic. Oh, <laughs> Fitz Dumpster Fire. Seven teams in eight years. Good luck with oh, that, dude. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, the Browns continued their mm. woes, getting beat by the Broncos. Looking very dysfunctional in that game. Yes, they were. Uh, two big games that we no one saw coming. And if you said you did, you're a liar. The <laughs> Ravens beat the Patriots on Sunday night, and they dominated that ball game the whole night through. And, you know, I they opened up really good. Mm-hmm. I was watching it because David and I get up entirely yeah, too, early. too early. That's a sad yeah. fact of life yeah. for us. So we I'm don't... dragging a little bit today because I stayed up late watching Monday yeah. Night Football. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. We don't get to see a lot of these games uh, as all the way through. Right. I went to bed about halftime in this one. The Patriots were kind of coming back. I thought, oh, this might might be a pretty close game. Let's see if they manage to come back here. You're right. Ravens came out in the second half, and it was, no, you're not even, don't even try. And, and, you know, Bill Belichick is always noted for his adjustments after halftime. Right. Just players. He never had an answer for the Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson. He ran up and down the field on the guys. Couldn't stop him. Surprising. Very surprising there. Mm-hmm. Hats off to the Ravens. Great job. They did. Be, uh, I, I can't wait to see how they do the rest of the season. Yeah. Now. Just two yeah. losses. They really set themselves up with that game. I, yeah, I'm looking forward did. to seeing the Ravens, how they finish the season out. The one bad thing is their division is horrible yep. with Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and the Browns. So they're not going to play some competition halfway through December when they go back through their conference schedule. They won't. It's a rivalry game, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, big news also the Cowboys put a beat down on the Giants 37 18 in Monday Night Football. Defense was the key there because every time you looked up, the Giants were in the Cowboys' territory and even in the red zone, but they couldn't score seven. They had to settle for field goals. And whenever you have to settle for field goals, you're settling for losing. Yep. Yep. Uh, you Especially against a good team. Yeah. You yep. got to get down there, and you got to get touchdowns, and I, I, I just I can't help but laugh, especially today. Again, Tuesday when we're recording yeah. this, um, fresh in our minds from last <laughs> night, that black cat, the cat is back. I always say, uh, you know, how often teams lose and blame the refs. Well, you know, the Giants lost this one so bad they couldn't blame the refs, no. so they blamed the black cat. <sighs> I'm sorry the cat had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley hey, yeah. last night. And his, and his quarterback rating is better than Eli's. <laughs> Don't get mad at me for that. Don't yeah. get mad. Giants would have needed more than a black cat to win that game. You know what the Giants need? The Giants need a rebuild. That's yeah, what the do. Giants they do. need. And I think what they tried to do was do it on the fly, keeping Eli as the face of that franchise. They lost OBJ. They lost uh, some great players across the board. They're just not. Since they won the Super Bowl ten years ago, they're not the same team. And you know, as much as I, I, I enjoyed seeing that Super Bowl just for somebody to mm-hmm. beat the Patriots. Yeah, I think Eli has been a really good quarterback in his time, too. but his time he should have stepped away a year. Yeah, now. and yeah. and that whole team's time. Yeah. has passed. It's kind of like I remember. Uh, I I remember when Mac Brown stepped aside from right. Texas. At Texas. Yeah, he said I should have done this four years yeah. ago. Yeah. And and sometimes you don't realize you that don't. in the moment. I think when Eli steps back, he's probably going to go. Yeah, I should have. I should have left. left sooner. I you know it just. Well, there's rumors that uh, he might 
follow his brother's footsteps and end up in Denver next year uh, because Flacco is going to be due like $38 million and, and – they're not going to sign on for that in Denver. Yeah. So I, yeah, Denver would it do any good though? Would he catch the same magic in a bottle that Peyton did when he went to Denver? I don't think he's I as good a quarterback so. as Peyton I don't, is. I, I have to agree with you. I, I have to agree with you. Yeah, I think uh, he, I think he won a Super Bowl because he had a really good team around yeah. him. Yeah, I think I you know try it okay, but uh, I'm not gonna the go Broncos. As fast as the Broncos have fallen, yeah, they got to do something too. Quick. I'd almost say it's rebuild time for them. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, it, and it's tough in the NFL these mm-hmm. days. Like we talked about last week, David, it's so hard to find a quarterback. Yeah, that and in the NFL, your franchise has to be built around a quarterback. It has to be. I don't care what you say. And it's got to be. I mean, Lamar Jackson is turning out really good right now for the Ravens, but there's been just as many guys that turned out. Horribly, yeah. And he, they came yeah. out of college, and people said, "Oh, they're going to be the face of the next franchise. They're going to be the next great quarterback because they did great in college." And then, boom, nothing happened. Nothing you get an Andrew Luck situation, mm-hmm. yeah, where he has to walk away from the game. Even Andrew Luck, we said he was going to be a great NFL quarterback. He wasn't even a scrambling quarterback. He looked looked like a great guy yeah. that could sit in the pocket yeah. and throw the ball like a traditional quarterback, right. like you need in the NFL. And then he just gets hurt, and and yeah. that's it. And now you you've wasted ten years if you're the Colts on this guy that you thought would be great. It's so easy to it do is. that in the NFL, it and it's it so hard to rebuild. And you've got to, like you said, uh, Big Tex, you have to start with those key positions. And I don't understand teams trying to build around wide receivers. No, nope. and that's what they're doing in Cleveland, and that's why Baker Mayfield is sitting on the bench looking mm-hmm. the way he does when he throws a stupid interception. It's part of like Des Bryant and Tony Romo. I, I I think Tony Romo and Des hurt their own careers by playing on the same team because Tony yeah. had it in his mentality, I've got to get Des the ball to keep yeah. him happy. So that forced him into throwing into some tight and bad situations that would, would result in a turnover. Because the defenses know how to handle yeah. that. You mm-hmm. double cover the guy. Maybe you triple cover the guy. Yeah, you got to, but it's easy to stop a wide receiver Mm -hmm. that you know is going to get the football. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Make it a challenge. That's never the way to build an offense. But hey, I heard maybe an answer for the future of the Packers or the Patriots. Are you sitting down, David? I got to hear this one. Go ahead, Big Tex. Sprinter Usain Bolt wants to play quarterback for the Packers or the Patriots. He won't go to anybody else. He won't play receiver. He wants to play quarterback for the Packers or the Patriots. Good luck with that, Usain. But, you know, (laughs) hey, whatever floats your boat. This guy is 33 years old. And he's never played played football football in his life. He's never played a quarterback. He wants to be a quarterback. Pressurized position in modern day sport. If your team wins, then, oh, you got lucky. If you lose, it's all your fault. And it just amazes me. You saying, come on, you saying. I I mean, I could see maybe if you're in the Canadian football, hey, we'll give you a shot at receiver. Why not? Well, you know, run down the field. Well, if you run out, outrun the safety, we'll throw it your way. Throw it your way. You know, we might get a score or two out of that. But quarterback never played a day in his life. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if two people made a play at him. 
one in Oakland, John Gruden. Yeah, that and wouldn't surprise me. One of our favorites, Jerry Jones. He likes yeah. collecting toys. <laughs> he and that's does. what this would be a toy. Yep. This would have nothing to do with winning games. It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, because I don't all think this guy can help you at all. I don't no. think he can step in and play Certainly quarterback. Certainly not at quarterback. I don't think it's that no easy. Way. So, no, mm. that's insane. Yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that no, story. No, that's, that's bad. I couldn't believe when that I saw that. Bad. Come on, Usain Bolt. Here's get out of here with rumor. that. Another rumor is that this is Tom Brady's last year as quarterback of mm. New England Patriots, and they would fly him all the way across the country. To take over the job from Philip Rivers in San, San Diego. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, and you I'm sure that's it? somebody hoping and pie in the sky. Yeah. But it's two different teams. And you'll find out it wasn't all Tom. Oh, yeah. This trade goes down. Do you think uh do you think Brady is brazen enough to do that? Oh, do you think he's man. cocky enough to say, Yeah, I'll take over the team? Well, I, he probably is, but what I'm more worried about is how Belichick wants to move forward. Yeah, And he has to get his quarterback of the future now. That's the big question so, because, let's be honest, uh, Tom Brady, I'm not going to say you lucked into it. Right. Because Belichick, is, is he's got a really good eye for what works. Yeah. Obviously, Talent. he's a great yeah. football great. coach. But that that's maybe not a once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal, but it doesn't just happen every year. No. No, you don't just get a Tom Brady going through the draft no. every year and just luck out and let's take this guy from what was he in the Mac? No, who Tom Brady? Yeah, uh, he was a Michigan guy. Oh, he was a yeah, Michigan. That's a Michigan right. Man. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. he was like a seventh round pick he or something. Was, he was I don't, I don't fifth think he round started, maybe. He split time his senior year. Yeah. So he I, he wasn't raising any cane in college. It's not very often that that comes through. So. Uh, I think that's definitely the question. I don't know when he's going to retire, but I can't wait to see what Belichick does, <sighs> partly because I'm tired of the Patriots no, winning. I, I want them to lose I for too. once. I, I am, too. And you have a weak division, too. Yeah. Uh, some great games coming up this week. Uh, the Giants or the Giants and the Jets face, face off in the Battle of the uh, uh, Meadowlands. Uh, Chargers and Raiders, a traditional rivalry. The Chiefs take on the Titans. Other big ball games include, for me, will be the Sunday night game as Minnesota makes a visit to Jerry's mm-hmm. World. We'll see. This will be a true test. Are the Cowboys for real? Are they frauds or are they are they potential champions? We'll find out this weekend because if they put up a good show against Minnesota, I think this will be the best indicator of what type of team this is. I'm going to tell you what. I think the Cowboys are a better team. Mm-hmm. Of course, very close records. I think that this is an example of the the Vikings doing what the Vikings mm-hmm. did to get yep. as far as they did in the playoffs a couple of years ago. They really play, for whatever reason, something about that team, they kind of hit above their weight. They yeah. really, really they do. They You're get right. more out of their team than Less I think they ought else. to. Kind of yeah. like uh kind of like the A's in baseball. Yeah, yeah. they squeeze every ounce yeah. out of the players. Very yeah. similar team to me. I think the Cowboys are a much better team. Yeah. But they really struggle with consistency. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really, really struggle with consistency. It's gonna kind of depend on which Cowboys team do we get this week? Do they, do we get the team that really comes out well prepared, and motivated, and ready to go? <laughs> uh, like I don't know, professional footballs ought that players you ought to paid for this. Yeah, you know? especially um, coming off a of bye week. Yeah, you would think they'd be crisp and clean, no penalties. 
That wasn't the case against the Giants nope. and the Cowboys last night. So. so I don't know. We'll see kind of we'll see which Cowboys we get. Kind of like the Texans. We yeah. say the same thing, which unfortunately, about up. the Texans. Yep. Yeah. Which team's gonna show up? The other big game this week is a Monday night tilt. Everybody's been bragging there's only one undefeated team left <laughs> in the NFL. And I got some buddies who are some big bandwagon jumpers. Oh boy. They love the 49ers all of a sudden. They take on Seattle, who uh, Russell Wilson has been playing lights out. He has only two interceptions uh, this season, so he's really uh, yep. moving the ball, a different way of doing things. So that's going to be interesting. We'll see if the 49ers are real yeah. against Seattle this weekend. Because they haven't played anybody yet. They have not they have played, played any played tough teams yet. Hey, the 49ers undefeated. It's not going to last. <sighs> I, we know that much. It ain't going to last. There's Seahawks. a shot they may not make it to playoffs because you got Seattle yeah. and the Rams out there. Yep. So Two tough teams. Oh, Rams have man. struggled with consistency yeah, this have. year, too. Yep. But that's a really good team mm-hmm. whenever they get it going. Get Seahawks rolling. have been a really good team. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. You want to make a bold prediction? You think maybe the 49ers won't make it? I am going to make a bold prediction here and say the 49ers will lose on Monday night. Yep. That's as bold as I can get. Okay. <laughs> I I think uh well, I'm I'm going to say the same thing I said last week about uh the 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 Ravens beating the Patriots. Yeah. I said I don't know. I think the Ravens may have a good shot, but I wouldn't go so far as to say, yeah, yeah, they're going to win. I think the Seahawks. uh, I think the Seahawks are going to win this. I think the 49ers, Yeah, they may well not make the playoffs. Yeah, Yeah, they're on the fence. I think you're right. We've got a poll question for you today. We want to get your feedback on this. They wrapped up their season last year and took their bye week this week, but the last time the Paldura Dons were in the playoffs – was 2014. They won by district and lost in the area round, and that program has been on the decline ever since. What would you do to make the Palador Dons a historically tradition-rich high school here in Amarillo a football power again? What steps would you do? That's a hard question. I can't even answer that. I don't know where you start at. Is it recruiting players onto the team from the neighborhood? Is it retention of players? Is it coaching? I don't have a clue, but you can tell us what you think. Uh, just go to our Facebook page, In Off the Bench, and cast your vote. You know, that's a, that's a real head-scratcher. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting here. I don't – the easy thing to say yeah. is the thing that we hate to say, yeah. and that's, well, fork out more money and, and, get, a and get a better coach. Yeah. Unfortunately – in high school, that means taking money from other teachers, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. hopefully that's not something any superintendent is really willing to do because uh, the coaches work hard, but yeah. I, I firmly believe teachers work just as hard. I believe so. I believe they should get paid just as much yep. as a high school coach. Absolutely. And I, I th- think it's wrong. I think it ought to be a cap on high yeah. school. We talked about this last season, yeah. and by all means, go watch, go listen to that mm-hmm. episode because yep. that was a great one. We dove deep into this whole Almost issue. Almost two hundred grand in salary for some coaches. It's nuts. It's absolutely insane. But I think that would probably be the easy solution. The incentive, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you got to. Surely, there's really good players there. Yeah. But it's hard to take the team seriously right now. If I yeah. put myself in the shoes of a high school athlete. 
What do I want to play? Team, yeah. yeah. Do I want to do I want to go out and lose every yeah. week? I did that. Trust me. I've been not there. Fun. It's not, not fun. fun. I've been there too. It's, it's not, not fun. fun at all. Yeah. And if I could have gone and played for a team that was going to win, did in heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. We would have done it. <laughs> so yeah, maybe no allegiance over here. <laughs> you you got to find a way to change the culture. You you've you got do. to you, you got to make it you, look gotta make fun it, again. You've got to make it appealing to those kids. Yep. Make participation a part of it. Now your Buffaloes, they hit a skid last week. Oh. They lost a number twenty four ranked Texas A&M Commerce, which is no shame. This team is number twenty four in the whole country, so not a bad deal by the Buffs. I'm going to tell you what though, I was watching. Hey. Great deal that they, that that game was broadcast on it. ESPN three. I got to oh, actually on ESPN3. right. Okay, so the trick know. is, uh, you got to watch it on ESPN three. You got to. I was able to watch it two ways. I had to go to. Um, I had, I went to gobuffsgo.com, dot mm-hmm. Of course, their athletic website. It had a little button that said something like "Watch here" or something like that. Cool. I clicked on that and I entered my TV provider, uh-huh. and then I could watch it on my computer. Oh wow! So I did it that way for a little while, and then I went to the living room just to try it out. We've got we got fed up with with uh, Directv, right? Mm-hmm. And prices going up every month. So me and my wife cut the cable a right. while back. We're on Hulu Live TV mm-hmm. now. And I saw it pop up on there. There's a couple of extra channels really? that Hulu has on there. That is nice. Uh, that, yeah, that lets you, and it goes through a couple of, of lower teams wow. like that. So whenever one game is through, it takes you to this other the game that's uh, after after WT played. I think they went to Incarnate Word and Nichols State. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and did a few games like that, but I got to watch it on there. Oh, that man. was really cool, but it was also really frustrating to see my team lose. Like so that, yeah. next time when they do that, Buffs, you kick their butt, Get so the I can watch. Going. I can have more fun watching it. They take on AM Kingsville down in Kingsville this week, and then they wrap up their season against a tough Midwestern team. And really, really hates mm-hmm. WT's stinking yeah, yeah. guts. That's surprising. The wagon wheel I know is everybody else's maybe rivalry, but I think the Midwestern state versus WT rivalry has grown over the past five to ten years. That's a big ball game. I know whenever I was going to school there, even which was, uh, yeah, five to ten years yeah. ago, mm-hmm. uh, we we got along pretty well with everybody from eastern New Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody from Midwestern no, that, I liked. that I liked. We hated their stinking guts. Yeah, we hated buddy. Midwestern more than Tarleton because they played <laughs> dirty. Yeah. And, and you saw it every time every that you played yeah. a game against them. And uh, I, I remember... Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, David, but I'm a multi-talented individual. Really? I know. Tell it. How do? How so? I was in the marching band yeah. in WT my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I participated. That's about all I can say about what that. What instrument did you play? I played a bass trombone. Actually, no. For uh, in high school, I played bass trombone. Mm-hmm. Um, WT, I played tenor trombone. Okay. But um, I was not very good at it. I learned very quickly uh, that if I wanted to to be good at the college <laughs> level in marching band, that uh, I needed to practice. Yeah, I didn't have any interest in practice. Matter of fact, I'll be honest with you. The only reason we joined the band in the first place, or I joined the band, was because in high school we went to state, and I got into band expecting to compete. Right. And uh, yeah. there is no competition in college. Yeah, there's not. There's, there's no zero. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. I joined under a false pretense <laughs> and realized the first year, hey, I suck at this. 
and I'm it's, do something different. And, and we don't even get to compete. So That's I should have I should have stuck with football. Not Maybe that I could play yeah. at WC anyways. That but is amazing. That I is remember cool. going to Midwestern, mm-hmm. and the again I was only there for one year, but I remember going to that game. Their announcer was trash talking our coach. Over the loudspeaker, oh Don Carthel coaching at the time. Wow. Um, there was some BS call. I don't remember what it was, um, but Carthel was got out and he he was yelling at the refs. And I remember the announcer on the loudspeaker saying uh, something to the very impolite effect of. Get back on the sidelines. You're from WT. You don't know what you're talking oh. about, anyways. And quit arguing oh. with our refs. Yeah. And ever since then, I have not known anybody from Midwestern that I like. <laughs> they played there. This is a great rivalry game. This yeah, is a rivalry is. game that you look forward to. I want to go see this game. And these this is the kind of game that, that the players see? get all wound up yep, for. It used to be it. ACU back in the right, day when right. ACU was and in the Lone Star Conference. And they've gone Division I now, so right? they're gone. And, yeah. Uh, for different reasons, that was just because both teams were really competing yeah. each year for the title. This year, neither of these teams are competing, but they hate each other's they guts. Each other. It's like Texas and A and M. It's like OU and OSU. It's you know, it's one of those games. It's always a lot of fun for these these kids down in Division Two that don't get a lot yeah. of recognition. Don't get a lot of chances um, but, to play. Yeah. But it's it's something you can get wound up for the last game of the season. It should be a lot of fun should next be. week. And hopefully they do great against Kingsville this week and build some momentum. Build some momentum. Still got a shot, outside shot at the playoffs. So good luck, Buffs. Don't forget, our question today is, what would you do to revitalize the Paldura High School football program? Mm -hmm. They haven't made the playoffs since 2014. Not going to make it this year. Not going to make it this year. Matter of fact, their last game was last week because they're on a bye this week. So they're already moving on to basketball, track and baseball over Paldura. And that's unfortunate. It is. And again, uh, of course, we've talked about all these high school games going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of stuff coming up for us on a Tuesday that will be past tense. Mm -hmm. Next week, we'll get to talk about uh, playoffs and who's in, who's who's going to be sitting Mm -hmm. at home, and, and like you said, getting ready for basketball season. Uh, You can check out all those scores at 806scores.com. We have real-time score updates on all high school sports. It's a great site that we're really proud of. And, of course, uh, check us out, In Off the Bench, on Mm -hmm. Facebook, so you can listen when we put this podcast out on Thursday and start talking about playoffs and who's in. You can catch it before uh, a a couple days early. Yeah. Um, Or KGNCnewsnow.com. There's a little podcast tab right up there at the top. click on it. Click on it, and it'll come up, and you can also catch – uh, Tom Talks Baseball, Tom Talks Base- where you'll yeah. hear a familiar voice. Oh, I don't wonder who that is. Who I think is this that week guy? they've got uh, Beth Duke on from oh, Center City. Oh, that'll be fun. We're going to talk Love about having the Beth Duke uh, on. impact of uh, the baseball team this year yeah. in downtown Amarillo. Uh, check us out, like Tech said, on Facebook, on the KGNC AM and KGNC FM websites. Uh, go out and check out some football. We're getting closer and closer to basketball season. Matter of fact, my Jayhawks tip off tonight against Duke. Oh, wow. And so about 100-something teams are playing basketball. But don't let the football love go yet. That's right. We still got a ways to go and lots of great games. So. Hanging on for dear life That's because it. as soon as January comes, we'll wonder what to do all uh, over 
what we're going to do with my Sundays from here on That's out. That's right. Yep. Uh, don't forget, you can tune in, catch us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings on KGNC. You can hear this show and what we talk about. We suggest and we beg and we thank you to in participating. Drop mm-hmm. us a line. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Give us a call. If you'd like to come on the podcast and talk football with Caleb and I, we more than welcome you. So have a great week. Go out and see some high school football this weekend. Like we said, a lot of those kids, that's the last time they'll suit up with their brothers and put on pads and go to battle playing football. Hats off. Great job, young men, and have a great life. Hey, it's been a great day, and football season keeps rolling on. The NCAA polls come out. We'll have that for you next week. Mm-hmm. More college football, high school playoffs, and it's all right here on In Off the Bench. I'm David Lovejoy. And I'm Caleb Collins. Go out and see some football this week.